Welcome to Speaking Highly with John Huck. I am your host, John Huck. If you are watching on YouTube, could you do me a favor and like and subscribe to the show? That way you get it in and you get you won't miss out on any episodes that are coming your way. And if you're listening on the audio platforms, do me a solid and rate and review the show. That really helps get us searched by more people and seen by more people. So if you like what you see, make sure you let others also like what you see, if that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with me as always, Indy Fawcett, everybody. Hey. Uh, Indy, how are you? Doing well, doing well. How are you doing, John? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Getting those likes and those subscriptions. I got to say that was flawless. Top of the episode. That was flawless. Yeah. Yeah. Flawless. Okay. All right. Been <laughs> drinking this morning, Indy. That's good. Um, today, we are celebrating giving. <laughs> what is that? A Diet Coke and a Budweiser? What was that? I got a bubbly. A I, got, I got a water. I got another water. I got a monster low carb, a bubbly, and a Diet Coke. How about that? Um, I'll tell you how about that. How come you don't pee nine times an episode? Because oh, maybe you do. You, just... you sip, John. You sip. All of those? You have that's like a lot of beverages, dude. You don't. I mean, how hydrated are you? I well, pr pretty damn, pretty damn well hydrated. Uh, you know, okay. if it, it it lets me give back to the people. It enables me to the toilet. Yeah. It lets me give back urine to the bathroom. Um. <laughs> Today we are celebrating giving back, yeah. not Indy's urine, but giving back, volunteering, being of service to others. And whether that's family, friends, your community, and when I say that, when I say give back, I don't I mean that in the broadest possible sense of the word. I'm not saying that everyone needs to go feed the uh, hungry or deliver meals to the elderly. Although those are solid things that need doing, so if you can and want to do those things, by all means, go crazy. But I also think that we are all capable of giving back in one form or another, whether Definitely. you think you are or not. Um, a key thing is that we're, we all have um, different gifts, abilities, and things we can do that other people can't do. I know I say this a lot, that we're all the same. And we are, but we're also different. So I look at it, it like... Um, Tell me if this is uh, okay, but like waves in the ocean. All right. So the ocean is the universe and the people are the waves, but the waves come up and the waves, they, they differ in size. They differ in how long they stay up. Some are a blip on the radar. Some are massive, mm. but they're all part of the same ocean. So that's it. We're all the same, but we're also different. We're all connected to the universe. Universe mean, uni means one, one verse, one song. We're all part of the same thing, but we have different shapes and different sizes and different abilities and different gifts that we have developed or that we've been given through the miracle of DNA and whatever else you want to call it. So the only person who can bring anything to the table that you bring is you. You're the only one like you is, is my point. So you're, you're someone, Whoa, you mean dude. something you can give back you know yeah. what i mean and if you look and this podcast this podcast has been you know i don't look i i don't want this to come off as i'm not trying to sound righteous or i'm not trying to fucking oh, nobody's giving more than you pat myself yeah. on the back. <laughs> but but <laughs> but i am the best person i'm not trying to sound righteous but i am better than jesus i'm not trying to sound like i'm better than anyone but i am better no <laughs> Look, I look at stand up and this pot, this is a like stand up in particular 
is a way for me to give back. And I don't, again, I'm not trying to sound silly, but um, yeah, I get paid to do it, but let's be clear. I don't get life changing money to do it. I barely get fucking rent paying money to do it. So the money isn't what keeps me in stand up. If anything, it's, it's the, it's the idea that I can connect with these yeah. audiences. And for a long time, I will say when I first started stand up, it was all about telling jokes and being funny. And then it did become something I was trying to make a lucrative financial gain. And that I was miserable during those yeah. years. And it wasn't until getting back out on the road with Dan Cummins and seeing the reaction of that crowd, his crowds and what his comedy means to them. And just the idea that you are helping these people, you are helping them right. by making them laugh, forgetting about their week, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and it's not about money. If I did comedy for money, I would be a fucking idiot. Okay, that <laughs> doesn't. Well, I and think this podcast. I, this podcast. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was just gonna say. Uh, I think also it's like, like everybody's self-interested to to a degree because we have to, you know, provide for our family and and do what's best for ourselves and and treat our and and help ourselves before we can help others, right? But I think also mm -hmm. like giving, helping other people is in a way helping yourself in that you know when you give there's more there more comes back to you or like you'll you'll feel it, you never go away from giving feeling bad you know yep. i guess is what that's I'm exactly right. right that's exactly right you you don't go it's like it's like you can go out with your friends and you can get drunk and go have dinner and you can be good and maybe you're not hungover tomorrow and maybe you are but if you go out and you give and you give back, you donate, you help somebody, you do something worthwhile and you feel that you don't wake up tomorrow going, Oh, I got to done that, shit, dude. I gave, I gave yeah. too much last night. I got diarrhea. <laughs> like that doesn't happen. There's never, you don't feel bad. You don't get the runs. There's none of it. Yeah. And it's like, it feels good. Like it's <clears throat> weird. Cause like, uh, it's actually one of the most selfish things to do because like, it, it, like, cause it's, it's interesting. Cause selfish people, not selfish, like it, like you're a selfish asshole, but like selfish in that, what selfish people are trying to attain is really what we're all trying to attain. They just do it terribly. Right. It's like, we're, we're Everybody all trying to attain that, 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 that level we're trying happiness. to happiness. Right. Yeah. Everybody wants happiness. Right. That's literally, everyone's like, what do you want? I just want to be happy. Just when it happy. comes at the expense of other people's happiness is, you know, there's a line there, you know? Yeah. Yes. And also you can, like you said, you don't walk away feeling bad. You will, it, it'll be a, it's like the thing that it keeps on giving. And when you say selfish, it is, I said this to our, our guest today is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Caroline P Pinnell, uh, who's a co-founder of Give Back Homes. But I, what I, I had a conversation with her on the phone before we did the podcast and I had said what you said, like, you know, I, I feel selfish because when I was being selfish and filling the hole I had with alcohol, it was all about me, me, me. And now that I, right. you know, I've been trying to help out and do more, you, you feel good. And now I'm selfish and I want that feeling all the time. <clears throat> and to her credit, she was like, well, that's not selfishness. That's like, you feel good from giving. I'm like, yeah, but it, it's a feeling that I like. So I keep doing it, you know? Right. Like but she it's, was, it's, she it's like the, it's, it's the red <laughs> angel, white angel on your shoulder. Right. It's like, it's that there's there's always an easier way to get to that same feeling. It's just yeah, using the red guy is usually not the the best option. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> and and you know if you look like I I do feel this. I said this to um, Caroline, but I feel this. If you look at our podcast so far, the guests we've had, they've all given back in some way. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Um, 
like even you take Garrett Morris SNL. That's a that's five at least five years of of laughter plus the rest of his lifetime. career, which was yeah. long as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and and great. Senta, same thing. She's been in movies and TV that have brought people insane joy and and with my so-called life like acceptance and a feeling of being seen and heard and then you got like um uh dan i mean the podcast thing again um yeah it's in essence like eddie pence i mean the the, the king of giving eddie pence is my designated driver i mean that's giving back like that literally everybody we have on whether they are fully aware of it or not or really feel that they're giving back they're doing something for other people and I think, and 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 they're doing it. Just about everyone we've had on, they they do it out of a love for that thing. It's not out of a feeling of um, guilt or, you know, um, a sense of duty. It's just uh, something that they do because they enjoy and they get joy out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they get joy from it. So it feeds itself. Um, yeah. Uh, again, we've said this on the podcast. When you do something with love, you can't fail. So I think what my point is, is that don't wait until you think you have enough money to donate or don't wait until you gain a skill you think you need to volunteer somewhere. Just take that first step. And we'll talk to Caroline and you can hear, like she is, she's someone you could probably go, you know, you go to a bar, have a beer with her, have a bunch of laughs. Yeah. And then the next day she goes and helps a family in Nicaragua with building. You know what I mean? Like it's a, but yeah, guys, incredible. That's interview. What I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's a fun interview. She's great. And, and, and we'll put up the info for where you can sign. Like I, I'm going to sign up for one of these build trips. I want to go to Nicaragua. I want to build a house. I want to smoke weed in the bushes with some people I've never met. Like, at this point, I want to do anything with other people. Try some you know comedy I mean? in Spanish. Dude, she did say, she mentions, we, it'd be great if we could bring a comedian. And I'm like, oh, if you're only going to, if you're only going to bring me, I'll volunteer to tell jokes. <laughs> if I don't have to build anything, you're like, kind of nails just... trying to, you're like, and uh, trying to do jokes in Spanish. Who hears from out of town? Yeah. Huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody understands what I'm saying. They just look at me. I'm like, hey, oh. tough crowd. Guys, uh, like I said, don't wait to get involved. Giving back feels fucking awesome. So do it. Do it where you can yeah. and enjoy this interview with Caroline Pinot. Um, Thank you so much for doing this. So, all right. Oh my gosh, thanks for inviting me. I'm just excited to talk to someone new. I'm like, I've missed meeting strangers and chatting with randoms you know, at a bar or at an airport or whatever. So yeah, it's Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy trying to mind his own business at the bar, getting chatted up <laughs> by like, somebody hey, who loves to talk. Cool shoes. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Oh, all right. Well, we're into it. So guys, my guest today is the co-founder of Give Back Homes, which we're going to find out about exactly what they do. I don't want to give a definition and then have it be um, so far off <laughs> that I have to recant. Um, and, uh, she's also a kickball team coach. So guys, uh, Caroline Pinal, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm good. Um, can you like when, like I said, I didn't want to give, I didn't want to say what give back homes does. It sounds very simple. Like it's like, I hear it. The name seems to say what it does, which I like, cause I'm a very, simple man now could you explain <laughs> what your company does what you do uh to me as if like i was a child kind of like a 
an idiot. Well, very simply put, it's a group of real estate agents and real estate companies who are all dedicated to giving back. So they either donate or they volunteer or they do both. And uh, we've taken hundreds of members of our community down to Central America to help build homes, to physically go help build the homes and meet the families. And we've also um, supported affordable housing projects all throughout the United States as well, too. And they've come out and they volunteer and help build those homes, too. So very simply, it's a really good group of real estate professionals who have big hearts and want to give back. And you so it's international and um uh, it's it's national and international, meaning United States plus, like you said, uh, We're global, global. Yes. Thank you. Global. That's a perfect <laughs> way to as a word it means the whole place. Um, <laughs> and you work closely with Habitat for Humanity and yeah. other other. What would you call that? Like a nonprofit? Mm-hmm. Other nonprofits exactly. like that. Um, have you ever met Jimmy Carter? Never met Jimmy oh, Carter. Okay, I was just kidding. <laughs> that guy's. I, I've heard stories. I mean, he's still he was still out there hammering. I don't know. It, he's. He, <laughs> I've never met him. Though. It's crazy. I, I've never had um, a lot of respect for politicians, and uh-huh. I don't know that had I been old enough to understand him in office, if I would have had any respect for him in office. But he is the one one of the presidents that like. I have got nothing but crazy amounts of respect for after the fact. I mean, the dude is 90 years old, banging hammer to nail. And I'm just like, man, this, he's like a, to me, that's like a Bernie, like lead by example. Like, I'm not going to go tell you how great I am. I'm going to do the thing I want other people to do. Absolutely. I hope to be a dinosaur myself at one point, just like continuing to lead groups of people on these trips and having fun and doing good at the same time. I feel (laughs) and I feel like because of what he does, like this episode, we're celebrating basically giving back. And because he has dedicated so much of his life to that exact thing, giving back to, you know, under-resourced communities and people who can't afford houses and that kind of thing. I think that's why he's still alive. I, th- I think that kind of thing fuels you in a, in a positive way, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything, like, when you, I guess, okay, I guess how did you come to the idea for Give Back Homes? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people want to do good. They want to give back. They want to be helpful, and they want to, you know, serve other people, but... there's a lack of understanding on how to do that. Like, you know, I, in my head, it goes as far as I guess I could go to a homeless shelter and feed people. And, and that's great. But I mean, it seems like give back homes does takes that idea to uh, another level. Yeah. And we also encourage people to just simply go out in their own communities and their own backyards and, and do exactly what you just said, maybe helping at a local homeless shelter. But sometimes it takes someone getting on a plane and traveling to a community in the middle of nowhere in Central America. And then they come back and then they feel like, okay, now I'm empowered to do something more locally or to do that thing that I've always wanted to do for my neighborhood or for my kid's school or whatever. Um, so we, we always are open to any kind of giving. Um, but yeah, we started almost eight years ago now. Wow. Myself and my, my business partner, Blake Andrews, we worked for the company Tom's Shoes, which you probably remember. Yeah, there are, there's, they're still around, right? Yes. Oh, okay. You um, say remember like RIP, like you might remember Tom's <laughs> Shoes, like, oh man. Say, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they pioneered the one-for-one giving model, um, which then, you know, inspired hundreds of, of companies after that. And we, they really... Um, just, 
All I was going to say, what which is that? just the when when I buy a pair of Tom shoes, they then donate a pair of Tom shoes to uh, a kid or a person who would need them. Exactly. So I was working there at Tom Shoes. Um, I met my business partner, Blake Andrews there. We were on a giving trip where we actually got to go and um, distribute shoes to communities and, and children in need. Um, and then, you know, that, that experience was just so life-changing and such an incredible thing that the company would send their employees to be able to go experience and see the impact of their giving, you know, firsthand. Um, and so when we came back, my uh, business partner, Blake, he was actually going through the process of buying a home, um, working with real estate agents. And so that's when we had the idea, what if we could apply a similar model to the real estate world? Um, and that's how the idea for Give Back Homes came about. We had we really just wanted to go build one home for one family in need. We took um, his real estate agent at the time who was down. He was like, I'll donate. I want to build a home. We're like, sweet. So we all went down to Nicaragua. We built one home and we were stoked. Like if it would have ended there, we'd be you were like, like yeah. look what we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, we were pretty fulfilled. Um, and then it just continued to grow and evolve. And we got more and more real estate agents involved. Um, we had a lot of help since, you know, you are from the entertainment world. We had some help from, um, a reality TV stars. Like we were on real housewives of Beverly Hills. Thanks to, uh, Mauricio Umansky, who owns a real estate brokerage called the agency there in LA. So they were the first to partner with us on a brokerage level. Um, so that really helped get the word out there and we got, um, and then also Madison Hildebrand, who was on um million dollar listing la okay came with us to on a trip to nicaragua he found out what we we're doing he was like i want to go to nicaragua so he came and we built a home and he had we had such a good time um so we're very thankful and grateful to you know those you know people who helped us promote give back homes and get the word out there for sure yeah i mean the so when you say you would you adapted the tom's model meaning the one for one like when someone buys a home someone else gets a home that was the idea, yeah, because this real estate agent that we were working with at the time, he wanted to build a complete <clears throat> home for a family in Nicaragua. And so we're like, cool, like what if we can kind of apply that, you know, to more, what if there are more real estate agents who wanna do something similar, maybe not build a complete home, but maybe donate a percentage of their transaction or a percentage of their commission to help build homes for people in need. Gotcha, gotcha. The, um, the Tom thing when he sent employees to like you called it a giving a give, giving trip. What did you? Yeah. Okay. That is, um, I mean, he could have just had the 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 idea, and it could have just been a process that he set into place, hiring people that were in that area to do the distribution, to do all that. The next level, the next step of sending his employees there to see it firsthand, is so smart to me, and I mean that's. I mean, you saw what you were doing. You saw the impact you had. It was right in front of you. People smiling, people happy, people glad they had shoes to put on their feet. You go back, that's, that's, that's you know, 10 times the feeling of, I donated a million dollars to this place and I know they got a school. You know what I mean? Like you were there, you saw it. So is that, that is, that's part of what you do in the sense that you have to go to these places because you have to build these things. And instead of outsourcing it to say, carpenters or contractors in those areas you take you physically go yourselves and do this um yeah i mean it's something that was really important to me um when we first started give back homes because the whole reason like i said that we were inspired for give back homes was because of that giving trip with toms and i just highly recommend you know it's not really 
something that you hear a lot of people doing is, you know, dedicating uh, three days or a week to go and either help build a home or help at an orphanage or do things like that. You know, people take time off for vacation, uh, which is equally as important. Everyone needs to, you know, vacation. You need me time. yeah, but I've always been, um, you know, an advocate for for companies to be able to provide these opportunities to their employees because, like you said, your employees come back, they're inspired, they're rejuvenated, they'll forever, you know, be loyal to you and your company for giving them that opportunity, um, and it inspires so much more. You never know what will happen and the ripple effects of of an experience like that. I mean, we are one example. Of I was going to say, yeah, you're 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 like uh, the biggest ripple effect from that experience. You and <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what was your co what was the, your co the co- other co-founder? But yeah. you I mean, that clearly affected you enough to then take it to a next. I keep saying next level next. But you keep you know, it's going up instead of shoes. It's houses. It's like I mean, that's that's I think that's right. fantastic. And I think there's just there's something to that when you like you can donate to a homeless shelter, you could, and, and I'm not trying to say people shouldn't, and that, that's not, the, I mean, if you have money and you can do that, please do it, but but being there, going there, doing it, both seeing. Both are very important. Both, yes, <laughs> both are very, very important, but, I'm, but I, I feel like I'm speaking more to people that are like me who don't have a, a million, I don't have a lot of money, I don't have, you know, but I've got two legs, two arms, and I can be of assistance, you know? So right. I, I, it's, it's just w- being in it, is such a it's such a um you it, it affects you quicker it's almost like it's 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 a it's mainlining the goodness is what it is it's like Absolutely. you could you could you could smoke it and then you'd get high <laughs> but if you put it in a vein you are gonna get high so it's like hot boxing it yeah <laughs> yes 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 um I don't that. <laughs> I no, no, I read about it in a thing. It's fine. Um, I, I read a lot of uh, drug journals. Um, what, have you how, ever done anything like that? Like, have you ever, you know, kind of volunteered or done any sort of trip like that? You know, I have not. Um, the in college, they had a trip. They had a trip that went to Africa, and it was. I tried to get in there because I wanted to go to Africa. I thought that would be cool, and in. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it was not, it wasn't the extent of building houses, but they were there helping some group of people. It's so foggy to me. Um, That was like the closest thing I ever got to. Like, I mean, I've been, I've traveled, I've done a lot of traveling, but never, it's always been personal just for fun. And, and, and as I, as I get older, I, I'm more uh, open to the idea of helping other people if that makes sense like when I was younger I was a little bit selfish I was like uh I don't have time for that I'm busy working over here doing my thing and if I don't do my thing who's gonna do my thing so I you know and in a sense I still agree I believe that to be the case in the set but not the way I was thinking about it I believe you can work on yourself and that's where it starts you have to be somebody you like on the inside I know that sounds cliche but to love you you can't love other people if you don't love yourself you can't really help you can't really help other people if you haven't helped yourself and 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 that could mean you know you know learning to meditate taking yoga whatever it is to to um open up your life a little bit and and right. put you in an area that you know you kind of understand that i, I don't want to get too full of, go ahead say what were you gonna say no go ahead finish your thought i was i don't want to get too philosophical or whatever but i just but it opens you up and there's, I don't know, say what you were going to say. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm rambling now where you're going. But um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I think when I was in college as well, I was kind of looking for an experience like that. I was like, God, even for like spring break and stuff, I was like, I wasn't really that interested in it for whatever reason, but I, um, I wanted to go and travel and do something good at the same time. I mean, and so I was looking for opportunities. And so I kind of created this and, and, and that's probably what attracted me to working at Tom's is I was like, Oh, there we go. I can work somewhere and it'll give me, it'll check this box that I've always wanted to do as well. So I think everyone kind of has that in them and there weren't a lot of opportunities. I mean, I think when I was younger, it was like you either went with a church group, which, you know, I, I wasn't going to do. Of, I got kicked out of church when I was like seven or eight. I didn't wake up in time for it to go to the, the classes or whatever. So I was like, that's not going to happen. Um, and or, or I think or it was like the Peace Corps, yeah, you know, so yeah. like there's no there was no in the middle. So I was like, I want to create in experiences where people could feel welcome. Let's go like on a build trip or whatever it might be, you know, and do some good. And then if you want to take a vacation afterwards and go hit the beach, do that too. You know, that's what I was going to say. I mean, your, 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 your pleasure in your business sort of become a thing that you don't have to think about as work. Like you get to travel to somewhere right. like Nicaragua. Which, no longer I'm sorry. What was that? I'm just saying, and, and that's the whole thing concept of give back homes is like people always put like you know making money is one thing and you know not is like they're no longer mutually exclusive like you can combine the two you can make a lot of money and do a lot of good at the same time um which i think businesses and people are becoming you know they're they're getting that now but um but yeah yeah so so how does a business like when a business gives back and like how they when they want to like, I guess to take me through a process. You guys like, like, uh, let's, let's say I, I, I'll give you an example. One of, one of our, um, one of our main companies that we work with is called concierge auctions. It's a real estate auction company. So they auction off like the most luxurious properties all around the world. Um, and every time they sell a home at auction at auction, they build a home for a family in Nicaragua. We started, and now we're in El Salvador. They've now transformed three communities, um, have built hundreds of homes through this program. And we created and develop and maintain this program for them. It's called key for key. Um, and then I bring their employees so it's kind of like the same like similar to the tom's concept i was bring their employees to go help build the homes there and then their employees come back and like we were talking about they're completely transformed and it's just such a cool program and such a cool experience um so that's an example of something that we we do for for this real estate company and that's just one company so and that's one company yeah are there are there other companies that like maybe the house is too too much and they can do like because i noticed on your website you do you yeah. do meals and stuff to front frontline health workers and yes. does is yeah, that so international as well is that kind of thing international as well or is yeah so yeah. we started working with organizations like waves for water which helps provide uh, water filters to communities in need of clean drinking water and then we started working with um, world central kitchen um, which provides fresh meals to i mean we started working with them a few years ago during the wildfires and things like that to support them just bringing meals to people who were displaced and all kinds of stuff um and then recently now we're helping them as well this past year um or just supporting them and um i, I was able to volunteer a couple weeks ago with them so they're a great organization as well too but yeah we kind of just evolved into um helping after rebuild after natural disasters this past year during a pandemic like we just kind of help wherever we can or, or fundraise how however it makes sense yeah wow um this is just for my 
uh, personal knowledge, I guess, but um, are there like any dickheads in this field that you work in? <laughs> like, I feel like, I, I feel like my dad has always taught me like, there's gonna be assholes in everything you ever do. Don't worry about it. Don't get mad. Like, they're gonna be around. You can't avoid them. But I feel like you've sort of found a place where. You're, you're so mindful and so present and so doing the right thing that it'd be hard to like work in being a greedy asshole or being a prick or I just. <laughs> there are dickheads and assholes everywhere in every industry for sure. I mean, even nonprofits are competitive with each other. Oh, um, yeah. I think that um, luckily our, you know, what we do has attracted good people. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be assholes and everything. I'm trying to think of an example of a dickhead thing someone's done to us. But uh, I mean, my guess would just be like being lazy on the job. Oh, you know, like I would just be like, like, oh yeah, I want to help. Like I'm gonna be, oh, oh, I have to go take a 45 minute shit while you guys roof a house. Like, you know, just being the guy who took the trip to Nicaragua only to go like off in the woods, get high, and not help. Hey, we do have fun on our trip, so I, I don't want to, uh, you know, shame them for doing that. But, uh, you know, I mean, they're real estate agents. They're constantly on, you know, working. I actually think it's really incredible that we can be in like a remote community in Nicaragua and they can be closing deals on their phone. You know, they step yeah. away, close a deal and then they come back and, you know, they continue building. So in that aspect, I actually think it's really cool. Um, you know, you I'm trying to think of what other examples are. I think if anything, in general, in like the, you know, the, the giving space, people are very judgy of each other's giving, or they'll be like, oh, they're very like ashamed to, they don't want to, they're very afraid to look a certain way. Like, I don't want people to think I'm doing this for the wrong reasons and da, 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 da. And I'm like, you know, I, I always say like, as long as you come from a place of inspiration, like there's no wrong way to to donate money or donate your time, you know? And people are always like, well, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm doing it for the right, I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> people, it's insane. You're right, people will do that about everything. About, and you're just like, oh, well, I gave this much. <laughs> okay, if that's all you're gonna give, I guess. It's like, <laughs> wait, am I being judged because I'm trying to help? Like, when, like it's just, I can see that. You're like, oh, they're the people thinking someone else is doing it for the wrong reason. And I think I saw an interview with you where you said that, like you said that, there is no wrong reason. In, you encourage everyone to like, whatever you got, throw it in there. And it's, right. and at a certain point, it's like, whatever your reasoning is, it doesn't matter because we're using your resources and the things you borrowed us and lent us to help these other people. So our reasoning is still going to be positive so you could come from a place of being shitty because you want to look good and whatever and it doesn't matter go look good we'll take the money and go help somebody and exactly. that's what's important <laughs> exactly i mean even i could be an asshole sometimes i'm just like okay so this big company you know this company who has like millions of dollars is only going to donate x amount whereas like this <laughs> smaller company you know has donated so much more and put in so many more resources so even i'm an asshole um well but... it's hard not to think i mean it's hard not to think that you see like oh i've seen your books you make billions this is all you're giving <laughs> this guy barely getting by and he's given twice that like yeah i can see yeah, that i can see that that's really and funny. I've been very competitive too in the past. I mean, we've had our idea ripped off, and like I just like go full rage mode, and you know, so it, what do you how what do you mean ripped off? What hap what happened there? I mean, people just you know they see a concept and they're like, oh well, we could do that, and they completely rip off you know your copy and the model and all sorts of stuff. So it's a it I've come to learn it's a huge compliment. Uh, <laughs> That's I mean. 
in that's, a sense, I'm like, ooh, wusa, namaste. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to get there, but that's where I'm at now. <laughs> it, it is, you know, it's, um, I agree with you. If, you know, uh, imitation is a form of flattery. It's, you know, they're, right. they're only right. doing it because you've done it successfully. Right. And it's worked and helped so many people. Exactly. At a certain point, it's like, okay, yes, you, here's what it is. You've, you grateful debted yourself. You created something that is bigger than you, which is, mm. which should be the goal of most of us is to be involved in something that is bigger than us so that when we're gone from these physical bodies, that thing continues to move forward. And Absolutely. that's frustrating because you've created it and look what you've done. But at the same time, in a hundred years, no we one's. We were inspired by Tom's. Like everyone's just an inspiration of something else. And, and in a hundred years, no one's going to go, oh, well, Tom's did. It's going to be like, hey, we've got this model in place that we're doing. It's you, it's yeah. moved forward from that. You know what I mean? And okay. and I. It just sucks when it's an asshole who's trying to rip you off. Yep, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, when it's, it's someone you don't respect or you don't like. Yeah, yeah of exactly. course. But you also have to know that they are doing that because they've seen what you do and right. you've done it successfully, which has got to feel good um, to a certain I love how point. this question started was, are there any dickheads? And I'm like, yeah, I'm the biggest dickhead here. That's just, look, <laughs> self-awareness. And when you say dickhead, I don't think being mad that someone's ripping you off as being a dickhead. I meant on the job, like when you're at these places, like anyone who's like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. And you're like, what? Like, just help. Um, no, but um, I do think though, too, you know, going back to our point, like, people will get better at giving. So like even the first time that they, you know, maybe, you know, they could have donated more, maybe they could have worked a little harder, but then the second time they do it or the next time they do it, they're going to come in and they're going to, they're, they're like, Oh, okay. And that's why we encourage everyone just dip your toe. A lot of people just don't know where to get started when it comes to giving like to your point earlier. And so that's why we really just make it super easy for them to either donate volunteer, both all of the above, make it part of your business, include your clients in the whole process. We serve it up to them so easily, um, just to get them involved. And then once they get in and they start to, you know, do it on a regular basis, they get better at it. Just yeah. like anything. And, and it is, it's, practice, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. Yeah. And, and taking that first step, because like you said, there are some people who just don't know where they can dive in where, and, and right. it makes them uncomfortable to not have know their place right away. So they, right. they back away and don't do anything. And that's exactly a lot of people are weirdly intimidated by like giving or volunteering or donating or whatever. And to your, and that's why they're just like, Oh, I'm just going to, back away or I'm just going to, you know, let them handle it for whatever reason. I think it may be because there's like a mentality, like if you, unless you're changing the world, then you're not making an yeah, impact. Yeah. And I completely disagree with that. I mean, I think we, we all make a positive impact when we step out our door, outside of our doors, if we pick up a piece of trash or, you know, be nice, you say, say hello to someone that you didn't say hello to before. Like those are all, you know, small ways that we're changing the world every day. Yeah. This, I mean, it's it's all about the small stuff. It's all about the little itty bitty one step at a time. I mean, mm -hmm. we didn't get to Mars by just building a rocket that went to Mars all of a sudden. Do you know what I mean? There was like, we built this rocket that can go this far. Now we built another rocket to go. It's a process. It's, it, we're, we have to work in stages kind of, um, not right. to be like Did all space shuttle. The recent Mars uh, rover landing? Yeah, my name's up there. My name's on Mars twice now. Wait, really? You can go to NASA and you can fill out like a, you can get a you get a little ticket and you put your name in there. It's free. And then your name gets put on a microchip with like 
a million other names and they put it on the rover. It's on the rover somewhere. So it's up there. I had the my first, my name went up with um, the first rover they sent up. I can't remember the name. And then with Perseverance just now. So wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. I'm fascinated by that, that stuff. I missed that announcement. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Space is. This rover was the first. This is the first one they have a microphone on it, so they can actually hear the sounds that are happening on Mars. Which is, I would be like glued to that I, thing. I mean, I I just I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh but I think it's, I hear someone. it's yeah. dude but here's why did they not program music on the rover why can he not crank rush and we watch <laughs> the mars and listen to like 2112 or whatever like it would be i they missed that out by that would be an interesting playlist to have to put together for sure. <laughs> we gotta play 10 songs on mars what are they gonna be <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, what, what, what were you like as a kid? What, where, kind of? I guess what I'm trying to get to is like, where did this? I was an asshole. <laughs> so then, where was the shift to like being a giving <laughs> asshole? Where was that shift? This is going the wrong way. This is gonna be the headline for this podcast. This is gonna be not what I was. Gonna... <laughs> okay. Give back homes? Question mark. <laughs> Biggest asshole in the industry, Carola. Um, what was I like as a kid? Hmm. I mean, I, I was just, a, I, I don't know. I was just a normal kid. I grew up in a really small town in the middle of the desert, California City. Oh, wow. Um, went to school, Long Beach State. I was always kind of, you know, had a little side hustle. I never really thought about it as being entrepreneurial. But now when I look back on it, like I made like our senior videos, um, you know, by myself, I just walked around with the camera and like, you know, shot all of our, uh, all the footage and edited it. And then I sold it at my graduation for like 10 bucks a pop, like CD-ROMs. Wow, like, that is entrepreneurial. <laughs> always kind of like had like a little hustle thing. Um, but I also always wanted to like goes like I said I, I had this like vision of like going to um I happen to be Nicaraguan so that's why Central America always has a special place in my heart but I wanted to like do something there or go and visit and help you know kids or orphanages or whatever it was so so you'd been to you'd been there before you'd been to Nicaragua before any of the Tom stuff before no oh Tom's was Tom's was the first time I went there but I that was just always something that I had wanted to do um yeah I don't know, just average kid. Regular kid, regular kid. I mean, you were a yeah. desert kid, so that's not too regular. You must have seen some weird shit out there. Oh, there's so much weird stuff in the desert. We just always go driving around and, you know, do bonfires and do all like, all that sort of stuff. Just regular. I got busted for my, what year was I? Junior year, winter ball. I showed up like, you know, drunk and like, you know, you know yeah. stuff like that. Just a regular kid. Regular kid stuff. Did you have, do you have brothers and sisters? I have an older sister, yeah. Older sister. And is she involved in anything like this? Um, she is a she does PR for um like female owned businesses. So she gives back but in like a different, more female driven way, I guess. Or huh. I just butchered that. I don't know. No, no, no. I I, I get what you're saying. Look, I mean yeah. And again, there's, there's no, I, I don't, I'm not trying to start a competition in anyone's head about like, I got, if I don't give back as much as this, like, right. it's just about what you can do when you can do it, you know? And what, what gets you excited? What gets you really, you know, happy? Like, what are you passionate about? Cause that's what you're going to be, you know, the most excited about. And when people 
can feel your like enthusiasm for something, that's what inspires them to either join you or be like, wow, I want to find that for myself. You know, that's it. Find what puts a smile on your face and what like if you can have a shit eating grin when you get out of bed every morning and you're excited to do this thing. It's not going to feel like work or a burden or you're not even going to feel like I'm giving back. You're going to just be like in in it. You'll be in the present moment of what you're doing and it'll just be a nice flow. To me, it just, exactly, it's a flow. Like every day I, I like do what I need to do and people are like, wow, you know, you've dedicated your life to giving back. And I'm like, oh, to me, this is just normal. This feels, you know, this is just what I do. This is just my work. And you've dedicated your life to being alive. <laughs> yeah. And with your life, you've chosen to do this. Right. Yeah. I, I love being able to like be the bridge between like these communities in, I, I use Central America. I mean, we, like I said, we do a lot of work in the US as well too. But and when we first started, I loved the contrast of like being the person that connects, you know, this little grandma's in, in Nicaragua to, you know, the, the million dollar listing guys over here and then like connecting them. And, and they would have never even thought of ever traveling to Nicaragua or whatever, you know what Yeah, I mean? they wouldn't have known. Exactly. So I love playing in like that middle ground and, and just connecting those two worlds, I think is really cool. Um, and like I was saying to you, I think, or I think maybe I said to you on the call previously, but I was just like, you don't have to be mother Teresa to, to do something like this. You know, like when people say things like that to me, I'm just like, I'm just doing, I'm just living my, my regular day to day. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's you don't have to be, yeah. Cause I, like you said, you can still do all the things you do and then still find time to get mad at somebody or be a regular, you know what I mean? Or get pissed about a show you don't like being canceled. You, you still can find time for that stuff. It's not about like being a, a, a different person. It's just incorporating this into who you are. And in, and when you start doing that, it just, it becomes who you are. You, you just become exactly this, this person. I mean, um, when eight we years down the road, I, I'm like looking around I'm like, wow, this is dope. Like what we started, you know, eight years ago. I, I mean, eight years. I never imagined that we would be doing what we're doing eight years later. You know, I can't. I mean, just the idea to think about being starting something and then even imagining it being around. I mean, we live in an, the age of uh, attention, the tiniest attention span. Like most people are distracted by, you know, keys and bright lights and they, just, uh, uh, they can't focus on anything for more than three seconds. So when you do something over the span, like I've been doing stand up for almost 21 years now. And it's like, <laughs> boy, that's a long time, you know, <laughs> but, but, but it, it, it wouldn't, it's not the money that keeps me doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the idea that whatever you started like something you joy that you're bringing joy to, to people. I mean, it, at, that's how I feel. Like every single time we go and we do any sort of volunteer event, like delivering that little, you know, thing of joy to both the people that we're helping and the people that are there volunteering and getting to experience that feeling for the first time. I'm there just like watching both and loving every single minute of it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I had something I was going to say after you were saying, I lose my train of thought all the time. I'm uh... <laughs> sorry. And I'm, nope. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, people all the time that's please i would rather that than uh the other like you not talk at all and then me going oh this is weird um first job what's that what was your very first job my very first job i had to bag groceries at a place called frank's finer foods in warrenville illinois because yeah. i sat on my friend glenn's brand new ibanez guitar and broke the headstock 
And I was like 14, 15 years old. And I went to my mom. I go, oh, fuck. I sat on Glenn's guitar and broke it. And it's going to cost like 300 bucks. And she was like, she goes, oh, well, then you better get a job to pay for it. And I was like, what? No, can't you pay for it? She goes, I didn't sit on the fucking guitar. And I was like, okay, all right. So that was kind of my first job. I hated work. I hated work. I hated work. Uh, I didn't have a job I liked until mm -hmm. I was in college and I worked at a liquor store where I just sat there and got free booze. Like, it was, I, well, yeah, that, and he gave me a discount. He did, he knew I was giving away. He was like, I'm just happy the place is standing when I get back. I'm like, all right. <laughs> But I mean, I didn't, I hated all my jobs. I hated work. I was, like I said, a very, I just wanted to have a good time. And when I wasn't doing what I thought was a good time, I was suffering. So I was angry a lot. <laughs> but what you learn is you're only suffering because you're not being where you are. You're thinking about being somewhere else. Right. Instead of being in the moment and being present in what you're doing, which is enjoyable always really like i found myself having fun waiting for a prescription at the farm you know what i mean you, there's no waiting you're just in the moment and this is a thing that's happening right now right um yeah I, um my first job was oh. at a pizza factory have you heard of pizza factory i have but they're not Fast. around anymore oh yeah they are oh they are yeah there's there's one in um Lone Pine, Bishop, if you ever driven on the way. Uh, yes, I know these. I know because they're only in California. Yes. yes. I think they might have gotten open maybe of one out. I've found one in Idaho once and I was just oh. so happy. Wow. But uh, I'm a true, I bleed pizza factory. So that was my first job as working at a pizza factory tossing, tossing pizzas. And but isn't that where they give you the pizza and then you take it home? No. No? Oh, no. I thought that was the one where you cook it yourself. We, to we toss them. They're awesome. That's the... that's. <laughs> We toss them, they're awesome. <laughs> but wow. um, that was my first job. And I loved it because what greater like joy than, you know, giving people pizza. Like it's so, but so did you really find that? Did you find that? Did you really like, oh, I'm, did you feel that? Were you like, oh, I'm giving people pizza and everyone's happy with pizza. So I feel good because I'm doing yes, this. Absolutely. I loved every aspect of my dream because I was only 14 or 15 when I first started working there. My dream was to be the delivery person. I wasn't old enough to be the delivery person, but I thought that was the coolest job in the world because how cool to be that guy who's like coming up to your door, not got your pizza. Up. You hear all the kids screaming and then like you get to pull it out of the, the steaming, you know, bag or the little warmer bag. Like yeah. I just, it would be that moment was so cool to be like, here you go. Just made your night. I'm the yeah. hero. Yeah, we were we were a little bit different then at that age because <laughs> I, I worked at a pizza place in college and I just wanted to be done all the time so that I could go get drunk. Like I was like, fuck well, we this. We did that too. We just brought this with us. <laughs> but yeah, you just it just seemed like, you know, it just seems like you were a, a happy person. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think I was always like the fun part. I always brought the fun or I always brought the extra flair to whatever, you know, the the situation was and probably that would be a lot of how people would describe me today i think i hope did, did you did you feel that that was a different attitude than your friends might have had at that same job or a, a similar job or were you surrounded by were your friends kind of the same sort of positive happy type 
I mean, as you're talking, I'll give you another example. My role in high school, I was the commissioner of spirit. That was my uh, role in ASB, uh, and I did yeah. all the pep rallies. I organized all the Oof. pep rallies. <laughs> well, we would I not have been friends in high school. <laughs> no, I would have grabbed you by the shirt, and I'd be like, listen, John. Have you're fun. Have fun. Yeah, you're going to get up, and you're going to play this game in front of everyone. <laughs> so you ripped my Metallica shirt. You owe me money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly oh <laughs> uh, what so from that from work at the pizza place what what's the first because i don't i feel like you wouldn't have known that you were like this positivity might have been a different outlook than a lot of teenagers across the united states but like what was your what was the first time you kind of took something on that was really volunteer or um really kind of uh, i don't i don't want to say like I say this way, you knew there was nothing in it for you. You weren't going to get a paycheck. You weren't going to get any accolades, but you were, could do this thing for somebody else. Do you, do, is there any kind of, do you have a clicking moment or is that just like something that seems to have progressed over your, the course of your life? I think it progressed. I mean, even in junior high, like I was always advocating for like more different, you know, variety of meals at lunch and stuff like that. Like I just always took on stuff just that always involved. Yeah. Like I always had something to just, you know, like, why aren't we doing this? And, da, 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 da. and I don't know. I just always took on the weirdest things. Um, but in terms of volunteering, there weren't a lot of, of, of volunteering opportunity, official volunteering opportunities. And maybe that's why I just like picked up things that I thought needed to get done or whatever and, and took them on. I have no but, idea. But what a, what a, yeah, what a unique viewpoint for a kid, because I feel like most kids, most adult, most people, most human beings see something that they think is wrong or being done wrong or the system involving it is wrong. And they go, oh, that's fucking wrong. And that's it. <laughs> and they yeah. walk away and then they use that right. to complain at dinner parties or they complain at, you know, fucking smoking cigs with their friends or whatever it is. Right. But you were like, hey, we can fix this. And yeah. you're like. We need more pep rallies and we need more <laughs> Guys, I noticed we're only having seven pep rallies a week. <laughs> no, That's... I have a letter. I have a letter that I wrote like to the principal, like and and it said like I had interviewed other schools and did data analysis of like the more pep rallies we have, the higher our, our spirits and the less the less fights we're gonna have at school. I mean I the letter sounds like it was written by uh elf, you know. I was like, gonna say, yeah, like like a wizard. Yeah. She's like Look, if we if we just take the amount of uh, happiness and divide it by the yeah. amount of like what well, that's drug sense, but in the but it was very well organized this letter and it was just like and that's why we need more pep rallies. <laughs> I I mean, have you have you ever, do you do you feel like at a certain point did they give you more pep rallies? Was it something that you just worked at until they were like, fine, Jesus Christ, here two more a week. What do you yeah. want? Like, and they just yeah. get get, a, get out of the office. Like, were you always there? Like, come on, we can fix this. We can. I fix was this. always in the principal's office for one reason or another, for sure. But yeah, we ended up getting some more pep rallies. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about. The, no, but that's I just I, I think that's hilarious that you saw something as a kid where I say most people just complain, walk away, and bitch about it, and and tried to fix things. Regardless of what those things were, like, do I think your school needed more pep rallies? No, I don't. I'm guessing it needed less. But from from your point of view, you saw a, a an opening and a and a way to go about it, and you yes. took that on, which is impressive and uh, commendable. Thank I think. you, thank yeah. you. And then I became the coach of a kickball league, an adult kickball league in college too. So there, that is why I mentioned that at the beginning. I was going to say, yeah, that's not that sounds like. <laughs> 
alcoholism getting the best of you there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? I think we need a, I think we need a kickball league here. Guys, if we started a kickball league, we could drink like this forever, every week together. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> and and that's what happened and that's exactly those all those sports are just excuses to hang out i mean that's not yep. like we gotta be good at kickball this is going to affect our <laughs> adult lives um you talked about nicaragua you do a lot there um which is which is great what are there any are there places what's the besides nicaragua because that sounds like a lovely place what's the nicest like most enjoyable in terms of scenery and a landscape and like that you've gotten to go because of this? Uh, Nicaragua is beautiful. I mean, when we first went there, we, we fell in love with everything. And that's why, like I said, we were so inspired to start Give Back Homes. We're like, more people should come visit here because of, you know, what we experienced. And then, you, like I said, you could spend a week at, or a week there and vacation afterwards. El Salvador is gorgeous as well, too. Um, so, I mean, those two places, I think, are the most beautiful. But we, I was traveling all over the U.S. doing volunteer events. Um, obviously, this past year, not so much, um, which was challenging for me. Um, what did you, but, did you have to do that? What via zoom that, how did you, how did you handle that? We, we weren't, we weren't able to have volunteer events. Um, yeah. so I was usually traveling around to volunteer events and then we would go, I would go to, um, El Salvador, and Nicaragua two or three times a year. Um, and then I was traveling a lot for real estate conferences too. So going to a lot of conferences, you know, schmoozing with, I was going to say, and that would, that was your marketing kind of like you go there and like, that yep. was the business cards getting thrown about and exactly exactly um but so yeah uh central america is 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 gorgeous yeah have you you, you fly down obviously um i you rode can, my bike <laughs> you can drive you could you could drive all the way down you know what i mean i've yeah that if it weren't for all the horror stories that i hear right now in, in like in there's a stretch of mexico that's like probably not so safe for me to be driving through but um <laughs> I do want to make that drive someday, just kind of straight out of LA all the way down. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. Just keep going. Central just America. Going. Take it as Are far you as you can go. go. Yeah. You should. Be fun. Don't be afraid. Well, just, I won't be afraid. I just come with us on one of our build trips. We'll now, take see, the, honestly, that to me, now at this stage of my life, would is a is a great way to get to somewhere like um Argentina, uh, El Salvador, somewhere, somewhere I, that I would never be able to go on my own, right. get there. Cause now, now I don't want to, I don't care about nice hotels and, um, like getting hammered or what drinking the big, biggest drink. Like I want to go hiking. Like when I go somewhere, I just want to go explore the area and see as much of it as I can and take it in. And when you get to do something like build a house, you're up early, you're, you know what I mean? You're seeing the place that you're at more right. and in different ways than you would if you were just on a regular vacation. Absolutely. I, I am going to look into that because I, I'm not really good at carpentry or building, but I'm big. I can carry stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, I can use a hammer without killing somebody. Perfect. So yeah, it's a lot easier than you think. We're not, we're not out there doing anything like super, uh, I don't know, construction is super like where you would need a lot of experience in construction Everyone right. comes and they, you learn it as you go. So, it's and that's not an issue. It's not a problem. You're not made to feel like, you know, come on, man, you should have known how to do this no. before you got. Yeah. No, that's great. Because I, you know, I think about those, the places you're talking about going and, and, um, 
a lot of them are impoverished. There's not wealth, whatever it is. But for the most part, when you see pictures of places like that, the people are smiling. Oh, yeah. So like it seems to be like and this, you know, I look at um, like a movie like The Gods Must Be Crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. No, I have it. Highly recommend it. But it's about a tribe in Africa who a, a pilot flying over drops a Coke bottle out of the plane. Mm -hmm. And this Coke bottle lands in the middle of this tribe who's never seen a Coke bottle before. And mm -hmm. at first they're using it for a tool and it's super helpful. And then eventually it's causing problems and they're fighting over it. So the, one of the guys in the tribe's like, I'm taking this Coke bottle. I'm walking it to the end of the earth and I'm flinging it into <laughs> oblivion because that's what the tribe knew was this is how far the earth is and whatever. But everybody in that movie, they're all smiling. They're all happy and they seemingly have nothing. Mm -hmm. Now you fucking put that next to a picture of 1990 Wall Street and people walking down Wall Street. And it's just a mis misery, just frowns, fucking pissed off, cocaine smiles. Like, it's just <laughs> awful. It's awful. It's awful. It's just, this is a fine lesson of like, you and can- Biggest takeaway of all the people that, you know, when I take groups of people down there to go work, they're like, holy shit, like we came thinking we were, you know, helping this family and we've learned so much from these people. Like they're so like they're, you know, cooking them meals and bringing them, you know, all these things and welcoming them into their homes. And, you know, they're like, we've learned so much from them and have taken away so much more than what we thought we were originally coming here to help out and do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's really great. I, I'm, it, it's, uh, it's uplifting and inspiring. I'll say that. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, this is, again, this is just one of those things for me. I saw in an interview, you mentioned that we are past the days of the big check. Um, <laughs> wow. You really went deep into these. I went deep. Well, our mutual <laughs> friend, Ira Stone is how I uh, came, came upon you. And he sent me some clips. He was very, he was very uh, helpful. But in that, and I, I, that was the first time I was like, hey, she might not be right about everything. And maybe we could bring the big checks back. I mean, that's kind of an important, <laughs> it's just a good look. I like the big check. So oh, you like, you, you yeah, like, hold yeah. it, wave it around, pick it up. <laughs> I've never signed one. I'd like to do that eventually. I just don't think I'm ready to give up big checks. That's all. I just want. You have, so you, you haven't had a big check moment and you want that moment before we're ready to move on. Yes. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't stood in a photo with the giant check. So let's yes. wait until that yes. happens. Okay. It almost doesn't matter how much it's for. I get residual checks for literally 0.02 cents. So <laughs> it could be that. And I could just hold it. It's just uh, big checks are. We could just Photoshop you holding a big check, <laughs> donating to give back homes for $1. Ooh. Like that check is physically big. That's all that you. That's all that matters. That's yeah. All, that's your moment right there. And that way you can, you can, and you could put that up in the lobby of your offices <laughs> and people would see that and go, it doesn't matter how much I donate. Look at this idiot. And then they would at least feel good about whatever they did give. It's true. That is true. Uh, yeah. So I think the point I was trying to make is that like, you know, especially from a corporate standpoint, you know, a lot of companies that we work with and talk to are like, well, we'll just write a big check, you know, and then they pose with like the big cardboard checks or whatever at a, at a charity event or whatever. Yeah. And we saved everybody. Yeah. And my point was that like pe give people the experiences to get out there and volunteer and actually, you know, use those donated dollars, which is very important. We need both to actually go and experience it and, and, you know, get involved with the causes. Um, yeah. yeah, we're, we're open to, to big checks always. No, good, 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 good. Um, and then one last thing I just wanted to, I guess, 
we've sort of talked about this. Like you don't need a lot of money to be of service. You don't need, you know, you, you don't necessarily need to be a skilled laborer. Um, we could join your, your cause and, and help out in, in different ways. Are there certain fields of professions that you do need? Like, do you need medics? Do you need caterers? Do you need, is like when you're there or is that something that's just, you kind of take on a trip by trip basis and deal with it? Yeah, we just kind of take it on a trip by trip basis. I mean, most of our community, uh, you know, most of our donors and most of our people who are part of Give Back Homes are all real estate agents um, or work somewhere in the, in the industry of real estate. But um, we pretty much, you know, we work with other nonprofits that like we were saying earlier, like um, Habitat for Humanity or Rebuilding Together or all, all other ones in Central America. And they handle a lot of the, all of the construction and that sort of stuff, those logistics there on the ground. So yeah, we'll, we'll take anyone, but we're not in need of like particular, any sort of particular trade, but cool. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone has a role, right? Like we would love to have comedians on our, on our trips or whatever. Like everyone has like, they kind of fall into place on these group trips. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's, that's the point I kind of want to make with this episode is that there's, there's nothing too small or, you know, you, you just take that first step and, and get involved in any way you can. And again, if this, if this company of give back homes, isn't someone's trip, that's okay. They don't have to, you know, there's other, there's thousands of organizations and right. millions of ways you can give back. So it's, it's not about like, being at a certain social level or an economic level. It's just about wanting to help and doing what you can. Yep, absolutely. And from that, you'll feel good. It will feel good. It feels good to help other people. Like it, who, Scrooge, Jacob Marley, you know? It's like, he's like, oh, you are really good at business. Mankind should have been my business. It's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Old rich people die and their last thought is, fuck, I've wasted my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean nothing to show for it. money who gives a fuck about your money nobody right and a lot of people wait until they hit a certain you know level of success before they start focusing on giving back and things like that and then when they do they, they wish they would have started a lot sooner they're like oh i wish i would have done this a lot sooner because i i mean i had nothing and i started you know doing i didn't wait until i had a certain level of success um and it's just about redefining or or you know redefining what success means to you or you know what giving back, when do you want to give back and how? Um, but I also think that, you know, we always, like I said, we want to come from a place of inspiration of like, you don't have to necessarily start a nonprofit and like do all these things to like, just dip your toe and just get started in one way, shape or form. Just take some time, figure out what, what's important to you, what you love to do and you know, who you wish you had when you were younger or, or what kind of opportunities you wish you had when you were younger. And if they don't exist, then create them. I mean that that's great. It's that you is it was very succinct. It sounds so simple. And it, it it is. You know what I mean? It's like a it's not a complicated thing. So that was that was awesome. Um Caroline, thank you so much. This was uh really, really a good a good talk. I had a good time. Is there anything else you wanna plug or push out there? Or we'll include links to everything within the description and where they can sign up and volunteer if they want or donate or um, whatever through give back homes, but is there anything else you wanted to promote or I have nothing to promote, um, except for joy and kindness. And I hope that you'll come and join us on a build trip or a volunteer event soon. Um, if anyone just wants, you know, 
to more help or advice in terms of getting started with an idea or something that they've been, you know, thinking about, they can reach out to me directly. I'm just caroline at givebackhomes.com or at carol freaking line or, (laughs) or at givebackhomes. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, and we'll put, we'll put your email up there too, because again, that's helpful just to hear from someone who's taken those steps and done certain things that other people might be afraid or not understanding how to do. So this was great. Thank you so much, Caroline. I feel so honored. I mean, you have like, you know, so many cool people and in the entertainment industry and everything like that. And then I was like, yeah, but that's, (laughs) if you look, if you look back, everybody I've had on so far has given back in some way. You know what I mean? Like even like Garrett Morris, the guy made people laugh. He's still making people laugh. Right. The guy's in his seventies. He's a eighties. He's a fucking lunatic. You know what I mean? So like that, those that's, that's all I want to do is talk to people who, who that is kind of a, without even knowing it, without maybe knowing it, they're still giving back. You know? totally. we should, uh, um, we should ho- well, hopefully we can have like a, a rap party or whatever. We could actually meet everyone who, cause I was listening to ooh. the, your DD friend. I'm like, I need a friend like him. <laughs> Everybody needs an Eddie Pence. Everybody yeah, needs an Eddie Pence. <laughs> a free Uber. It's great. It's great. And he gets entertainment out of it. So it's everybody wins. But yeah, no, I went, that's a good idea. A rap party. That's a good idea. Like invite all the guests. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. After 52 episodes, I might do that. Hey, I, might do that. I was in the commissioner's spirit for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah you can lead the pep rally it'll be great <laughs> oh caroline thank you so much and uh have a great weekend oh man what what a uh, character amazing human being <laughs> what'd you say what a character what'd you say what a care what a card yeah what a cut up um <laughs> no she's she's great and 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 to me that's like it just shows you can be a regular fun person and still do it. You don't have to be stodgy, stuck up. It's not a, it's not a competition. It's not anything you can do is helpful. Yeah. So guys, I hope that was um, at least a little bit inspirational. And then maybe you want to sign up, go help build a house in Nicaragua. Cause why not? Yeah. Givebackhomes.com, y'all. We'll put up all the links. Thank you. We'll see you next time.